What's up guys? Welcome to the podcast. This is a Daisy Jengar. And welcome to the podcast metaphorically slutty. So I hope you guys are doing well out there. Today is July the 24th. It is 7.49 right now. Um, And yeah, I am happy to be here. Today is going to be a... Today may be a big one. And when I say big, I just mean... (laughs) Oh, God. When I say big, I mean... (laughs) When I say big, I mean this may be an intense one. I'm not even going to go there. It's going to be an intense one. Get your mind out of the gutter. Um, Whoever that's for. So, um, I hope you guys are doing well. I am starting to... I just laid out like a little small square portrait canvas to paint on while I am conducting this podcast today. I feel like this is an expressive moment for me right now. Um, it's a mood. It's, it's a mood over here. It is a mood. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. I want this to be more interactive. Uh, probably not, though. Because I don't even know if I want to hear anybody else talk to me while I'm doing this. It's enough, it's enough spirits having a conversation. So, y'all just, just take it easy and listen. Just take it easy. Kick your feet up. Grab a drink. Grab something to eat. Grab your favorite treats. Grab your smoke, grab your green, grab your stuff, do what you grab your tea, do whatever makes you comfortable. Um, so one of the things we're going to be discussing today is Aries and retrograde, which I think happened on July the 22nd, if I'm not mistaken. If I am, look it up. Aries retrograde 2023. And let me know what you find out. And how it applies to you in your birth chart, right? Because we should uh we should definitely be familiar with the birth chart. If you don't know what your birth chart is, just look up birth chart and put your information in there and find it out. Because if you don't know, you will want to know soon. So um that's on that. So What I'll call this podcast, what I, yeah, what I'll call this podcast is, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do a reading. Let me just say that. Um, in a sense of like, it, this is going to be a reading, but it may or may not be with tarot cards. I, I haven't decided that just yet. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, 
So today, I'm going to discuss what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about, it's going to be called Feel, F-E-E-L. Feel. And what inspired this podcast, this topic today, is uh, Kendrick Lamar's song, Feel, on his album, uh, D-A-M-N. I just heard, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I've heard Bobby Hammett say that damn is the only curse word. And then when I just spelled it, it sounded like demon. And I spelled damn D A M N. I don't know why I just heard that. Uh, but we rebuked that, you know. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the song Down. No, oh, that's the album Down. We're going to talk about the song Feel. And um, let you know what downloads that I've been receiving um, that inspired this podcast today. So, if you guys look up the lyrics for feel um that'll probably be good while you listening to the podcast um just to kind of like follow follow uh, where I'm going with this maybe maybe that'll give you some sort of like foundation um but what I recognize is that um when I listened to the lyrics and what I felt from it, from the lyrics, and I've listened to this song many a times, and it pretty much give me the same message every time I hear it. Um, it sounds like to me what people will experience when they're going through their I want to say stage four um, in your awakening process. It may even be stage three. Um, Because I feel like there's a stage in your awakening process where you are completely confused and everything is falling apart. And that happens on many different levels, right? You confuse, things are falling apart, things that you thought um defines you don't quite define you anymore and it's almost like a scent like when you're used to wearing a particular scent right uh cologne or perfume or oil and then all of a sudden it just don't have that same pizzazz it doesn't hold that same uh space in your in your heart in your uh, smell good index that it held before and you may not even know why you just feel like okay it just is not as appealing as it was before and um, 
that's that's one of the that's that's one of the signs of awakening. We will go through a process of being around people who no longer it no longer hits the mark for us. It misses the mark actually. Um being around certain people, even taking part in certain activities, um, and that's a big one where we try to get that same feeling we had when we first did it and it no longer gives us that same rush it no longer gives us that same thrill and we begin to question why and sometimes we'll even begin to do it more to sort of relive that same feeling that we got the first time just because we're looking for a space to be comforted we're looking for a comfort level in in which that thing offered us and so you get taken out of your comfort zone completely when you're going through your awakening which can also be called an initiation which can also be called an initiation. And usually when you're going through these feelings, you go through it alone, right? Because a lot of times you don't even know the language of this spiritual context. You don't even know how to elaborate or to explain to certain people what you're going through unless you find a group that's going through the same thing and even that can be tricky right because most of the time when you find those groups it's blanketed and your story isn't blanketed you know what i'm saying what people are going through online it can come from sort of a blanketed standpoint and you're not coming from a blanketed perspective you're coming from a space where yeah collectively people have already gone through what you're going through yeah but your feelings about it and how you feel about it is new to your is new to you is new to your system and only you know what your system feels like or what it's been to you your story is your story right your journey is your journey so you may find people who can relate to you and understand what you're going through but they can't tell you exactly how you're feeling because that's what makes it your journey because you are creating your own feelings about what you're going through while you're going through it and so and I, I, I found that with my own experience I found when uh, I started to look up certain videos that that's even slightly resonated with it with what I was going through I was excited about it and then I would listen to this person. I will come a little obsessed with listening to people about the topic of awakening, about the topic topic of spirituality and how it's supposed to go and what you should do and all this stuff. Because I just wanted an answer. I just wanted something to relate to me. I just, you know, something to tell me that I was gonna be okay. And then it went from that to tell me all the time. Like, tell me all the time I'm going to be okay. Tell me all the time that uh, 
any discomfort is going to pass and everybody who ever slighted me or whatever is wrong and I was the one in the right and that kind of that kind of thing and I don't even know if I've come to the place yet or yes yeah it's not something that I'm fully over but I'm fully aware of that's one of the feelings that I have had about my awakening process is that you know I've I've had to leave certain situations and certain things you know in the background because it wasn't right for me it wasn't right for my journey it it, it or it no longer I was no longer thrilled about certain things and I was very confused about the things that I was thrilled about because some of the things that you do that you thrilled about prior to your awakening there is a point where I know for myself that I became very judgmental about what I was doing and how I was doing it and how it pertains to spirituality because you think because a lot of us most of us have been indoctrinated into religion and we think that you conduct yourself this and that way and that's to that those are your keys to to heaven you know what i'm saying this is the way you're supposed to be to get to the kingdom and not knowing that the kingdom is within you but you think you have to follow all these different sort of protocols to get to a certain space and that is indoctrination in itself that whole statement having to the the idea that you have to follow a general layout to define you and I know that can be a bit heavy to even disseminate to distinguish and to unravel on its own right because we're like where does it begin where does it stop you know what i'm saying what's what's been learned and what is within us and that's that's what you will learn and that's what i've learned what feeling really is when you learn when you go through situations when you go through um scenarios in your life and you'll hear um, spiritualists tell you not to do this and not to do that and you know you go you go into your readings you go looking for your readings because a lot of times that's where it starts you start to go get readings because um that it develops your language in the spiritual realm when you're looking at tarot card readings that is the language of the spiritual realm that is the language of occult science when you're listening to people do oracle card readings that is the language of spirit that's the language of occult science so that it ref, it reflects what you're going through in your inner self and one of the things that usually people go to go through when they're uh, awakening to themselves is tarot card readings um mine was tarot card readings mine was also yoga mine was um the, the four agreements the bhagavad vita uh and many other sort of scriptures uh uh the uh the Dead Sea Scrolls, the uh 
the Emerald Tablets. Uh, and these were different steps in my process that I went through that I would start to, uh, I would uncover or was brought to me by spirit and it would apply to me however it applied to me in that moment in time and space. So, uh, back to Kendrick Lamar, um, and the song feel back to the song feel actually. So a lot of times when you're going through your awakening, it feels so harmful. It feels so hurtful because you have been indoctrinated to not feel you have been indoctrinated to not go off of your emotions. You have been indoctrination indoctrinated to suppress your emotions. And um, once you start to awaken, you're turning on lights within your internal self. And some people may call that activating your DNA, activating your DNA. And once you activate something that has not been working properly or has been suppressed, some people may call that dormant. Once you awaken that thing, a lot of time it can translate as hurt and pain because of how uncomfortable it is. And usually anytime we're uncomfortable, it's out of our comfort zone. It's out of our control. So we usually resist it. And a resistant, resisting can show up in many ways. One, one of the ways that I feel like resistance shows up for me is avoidance. It's avoiding the hard conversations. It's avoiding being diplomatic. It's avoiding being upset. Because you're pretty much taught, I find this in the spiritual community too, that if you respond in a way that's deemed negative or um, harmful or I just say deemed negative, uh, you express yourself, you, you express your anger and stuff like that, it can be considered like, oh, you know, you did something bad or, oh, you let that person get to you or, oh, you know, you fed that that thing, that negative energy that it wanted from you. Not knowing that that's the beauty of the process. The beauty of the process is allowing yourself to be triggered without judgment, allowing yourself to be triggered without reverting back to your old ways of being it's a process of being present in that moment and staring yourself being aware enough being aware of your breath enough to know that you're staring yourself and that you're in the driver's seat and you can decide where to go how the conversation is going to go uh and a lot of times that happens through chaos. A lot of times that happens through chaos. A lot of times that happens through you. The It happens through the unwritten. It happens through um, the story that hasn't been told yet. It happens. It happens with your once upon a time. A lot of times we're reverting back to 
many different scenarios in our DNA that may have happened in past lifetimes. It may have happened to our family in past lifetimes and our lineages. And we're reverting back to those particular actions. And a lot of times we don't even know that we're reverting back to those actions. But the way to be aware of it is to be able to distinguish how do you feel right now? What are your thoughts on certain things right now? Are you uncomfortable? How is your breathing feeling? And a lot of times when you're in a heated moment, it's hard to distinguish those things when you're caught up in the wave of emotion. And I'm just here to let you know, like, if you have those experiences, especially with how much the planets and the cosmos are moving in different things with your retrogrades, your movement in houses, your movement. When I say houses, I mean planetary houses and a manifestation of actually moving in different houses too. Um, your north, your north nodes and your south nodes. Um, if you're not aware of those things, and if, even if you are becoming more aware of those things, it's still a process of getting to know how it affects you. In your body, in your DNA that's specific to you. So beginning to feel after you've not been feeling feels like a train wreck that's always waiting to happen in your mind. It feels like you're always waiting for the, sh the, the shoe to drop. It feels like um, being overwhelmed with anxiety about if you can truly drive the car if you can truly call into uh your life what you do want to happen opposed to what you don't want to happen because usually when you call in things when you're out of your own control right when you've given away your power when you've given away your control you're usually going back into a default zone you're usually going back into a default mindset where you was not empowered where you were you sort of went along with the way things were going you did everything to keep the peace and a lot of times when you are going through your awakening and learning how to feel and adjusting to what that from going adjusting from not feeling to feeling you're gonna spaz out you're you're gonna have moments where you are overwhelmed where you want to yell when you want to scream and you have to honor that energy whether you want to scream in your pillow, whether you want to find a gym you can go to, a punching bag that you can you can punch, uh, write letters to people that may not ever receive the letters, but you write them to yourself and then burn them. That there has to be a space where you can heal, whether it's in nature and you cry in nature. I had one of those moments today where I cried in nature, where I had a moment today and I cried. And I just want people to know that it's normal for the listeners to know at any point you listen to this. It's normal. I'm not saying excuse yourself and, and excuse yourself from, for doing things that you know are detrimental to you and to other people. It's not about that. It's about knowing that if you do make a mistake, that it's okay to honor that and it's okay to learn from it and it's okay to be to to spirit responsibly it's okay to internalize 
responsibly. And when I say spirit responsibly and internalized responsibly, the same way you would encourage someone else, the same way you have seen someone else encourage someone else when they're having a hard time, the same way you have seen somebody else uh have a moment of compassion for us for other people or for themselves the same way you may have shown compassion to somebody else when they come to you with a situation and help them get through it you take that same energy and you apply it to yourself when you're having a hard time too and that starts to but that starts that initiates the pathway to acceptance and healing and it opens up the door for another road and another option to be taken when this particular situation comes up again in your process. Maybe in another way, maybe with different characters, maybe with a different background. But when it comes up again, because it will come up again, you will be able to facilitate a different way of handling things. That doesn't mean that things will be even squeaky clean the second time it happened. That's not what that means. And you can't lie to the feminine aspect. You can't lie to spirit. You cannot lie to spirit. Because even if you were to say, oh, you know what? I went through a situation. I was triggered by a situation. And I went through it beautifully. I did not respond in that particular way that I felt like they wanted me to. And I just walked away from it. That don't mean that you passed it. That don't mean that it ain't going to ever come up again. That don't mean that you ain't ever going to be triggered in that way. Because the beauty of life is you feeling the trigger. That's passing a test right there. You actually allowing yourself to be in a moment the way to where you feel it. Because once you go back into your space where it's just you and God, you and creator, you and spirit. You, you know, once you go back into that space, you have to be able to recognize and have the conversation with spirit about what happened, how you felt about it and what you've learned and how you would like to be in that situation. If, if it were to arise again and how you would like to conduct yourself or just to be in the space of gratitude that you are able to be in that space and you made it out of it. Allowing yourself to be in consistent gratitude, whether it's an hour from that, the point it happened, days or years, and be able to find a source of peace within yourself if you ever were to think about that space again. It's about making room for yourself to see yourself objectively in that situation to make room for a different narrative you can create as far as far as that scenario and how you feel like it went and how to birth a new narrative as to that's the way it that's the way it's going right so you have a you have a narrative of okay that's the way it went and then as you begin to make room and 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 forgive yourself and forgive the actions of the person that you experienced it with forgive that moment you're asking for you giving yourself permission to have space to see it from a different view for for another road to be open 
so you can see it through a different view. And when I say another road, it can be another perspective, an open perspective where you can create a narrative to where it works out for you to where you were not the victim and that you were in power in that moment regardless of how you responded in it. Because I hear a lot, like, you know, even from people that I, I have mad respect for, you know, uh, like, I've, you know, with this Aries energies, Aries is considered the warrior. Aries is the warrior. It is, um, if I'm not mistaken, it is the planet of Mars. It is a war planet. And with it going in retrograde, of course, the war in you, the chaos energy within you is going to be activated. If you think you're going to be walking around here avoiding every situation and, and feeling out of alignment when you're not, when you do respond to it in a negative way, you're going to find yourself digging a deeper hole trying to be something that you're not, opposed to just feeling what you're feeling and allowing what's natural to come up so you can then take a look at it. Most of the things that we are all going through is have those triggers that we're triggered by are, are happening so we can take a look at it. It's not happening to cover it up. It's not happening so we can, you know, put a band-aid on it. That's not what it is. It's to fully see what's inside on the outside. And take a clean, good look at it and decide where do I want to be in this situation? That's when you have to start choosing your side. Am I going to... Does this demonstrate what I consider light? Does this demonstrate what I consider dark? You know, what is this? What did my actions demonstrate? What was the... What was the... Um, What are, what are the feelings that I feel about it? You know what I mean? A lot of times I hear a lot of spiritualists say light and dark, negative and positive, and it's, it's, it's blanketed. But your perception of negativity could be different from my perception perception of negativity. You understand what I'm saying? So how do, do, you, how do you define negative? You know what I'm saying? If you were to kill somebody who you seen kill somebody else, is that negative? Or what did two negatives equate to a positive? Um, did you vindicate the dead by doing that? You know what I'm saying? If you were to kill somebody who raped someone, is that a negative? Did you react out of something negative? Was You know what I'm saying? How do you perceive that? Uh, was Are things warranted? When are things warranted? And you're discovering your own sort of library of what's been happening in your in your library when i say your library i mean your when i say library i mean like uh your catalog or index of because i feel like we all have this thing where you know what if this were to happen i'm gonna respond like this this is you know you know what i mean like 
you have certain things that you're not going to take. You have a certain line of things. Okay, I'm not going to deal with that. I'm not going to take that. If this was to happen to me, I'm going to respond like this. That's what I mean about your index. Um, and your ind- your index validates you. It validates who you are. It is in alignment with your heart or not in alignment with your heart, right? And so how somebody else may perceive that, perceive you in action about your own index of how you feel that's just based on their perception of it right and so breaking free of giving your life to someone else by living your life according to someone else and integrating your own light meaning integrating your own perspective and grounding yourself in what that perspective is and living by it that is your light that's how your light comes on not living by somebody else's uh, idea because that's a false light. That's not true light. Because true light is internal. True light is based on the work and based on your experience and based on your your experience and your feelings and a conclusion of this is a conclusion of this is what you stand by and this is what you stand on. That's your light. Those are, that's your foundation. That's what guides you. That's what spirit is. So with the song Feel, back to the, the lyrics of Feel. It talks about, uh, he talks about, he feel like he battling demons and all this stuff. And, you know, the, the word demon, that can be perspective, right? He feel like he battling monsters and demons. A lot of those are, the, when, you, when you talk about monsters and demons, the way I perceive that situation, perceive those lyrics is, okay, you, you, you will wind up seeing things differently. You 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 will see things differently, right? You will see things differently. Hold on, I'm drinking some water. This painting getting good. Uh, okay, hold on one second. Not really hold on, I'm still here, but I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a drink. So, a lot of people think um, like a monster or a demon is going to show up as this grisly looking thing or this distorted image. Demons are lower vibrational beings. Right? So, vibrating at a lower level, at the lowest, 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 lowest level lowest vibrating at lower thoughts integrating those lower thoughts into everything that you do that can be considered demons you come into those you come in contact with those a lot you will come in contact with those a lot people that's just trying to stop you from your goals people that's just trying to uh, hinder you from moving to the next step they are hosts for lower vibrations right and 
more than likely you agreed to go through that prior to you coming into this incarnation to experience that to overcome it not to blame and to be mad and to you know what i'm saying respond in a way where you beat them on a physical level yeah that may happen you may go to experience where you may physically you know what i'm saying beat somebody up who is a lower vibrational host or something lower vibrational and then you may grow from that and and that may or may not happen again because you're able to understand that everything that's happening in your life you you take responsibility for the art of manifestation see to me half ass and spirituality is acknowledging and paying respect to the positive that happens in your life but then when a negative happens in your life you blame it on somebody else you know what I'm saying like oh that can't be God you know what I'm saying you know it's like oh that can't be only the good can be God and then it's like well and God, when I mean by God, I mean like your God self, your energy, your higher self. That's what I mean when I say that. Um, and not to say that there's not a creator. I'm not. I'm not saying that, but I'm talking about your God self, right? And not somebody who's just looming in the sky, um, judging you and, and watching you just go through the pits of hell with no help and sitting up there with wings. I ain't talking about that. Um, what was I saying? But yeah, to, to, to be able to, to say that, like, okay, that, that was a demon that did that, you know what I'm saying? Is 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 almost separating yourself further. It's almost creating a sense of illusion and delusion by not understanding that God, the God force, and the devil force are two sides of the same coin, right? there's a negative and positive in everything there's a negative and positive that took place for you to be born here there was a, a positive plug and there was a negative plug <laughs> you know what i'm saying that was a well that was a receiver and then there was a giver a negative and a positive i'll say that that makes more sense so To be in gratitude for the good greatness, for the positivity, is just as warranted as to be grateful for what you consider negative. Because what you went through that that you consider negative only strengthened that bone, only strengthened that muscle more to where if you were to go through it again, it won't have the same impact on you. Because you've been taken out of your comfort level in that space before. So now you have 
sort of higher your threshold for for pain and for discomfort to where what seemed like being hit by a fake train before may just feel like a mosquito bite once you accept it for what it is and charge it to the game. That don't mean, oh, I forgive that person, but you're still hanging on to it. But you you saying that you forgive that person just for the sake of hearing it and, and saying it and it being like one of those uh, catchphrases. It, it turned into one of those catchphrases that you say because you've heard people say it. So it's a sound bite to you right now. I'm not talking about I'm talking about true internal forgiving yourself for not forgiving yourself. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about going through the part where you acknowledge that you blamed yourself for going through what you went through and that you, and, and recognizing that you could not control that and it happened because it happened and it's brought you to a place where you're developing a higher relationship with your higher God, with your higher self with the maker of who you are and through that you begin to cleanse and purge generational bondage that's been in place that was bestowed onto you you're able to cleanse that by you doing your internal work of exercising what forgiveness is in that moment in that situation we all know we've all heard that forgiveness is not about the person it's about you we've heard that before but that can be a blanket statement what does that really mean you know what I mean what does that really mean it means allowing yourself to feel every bit of what you're feeling and allowing yourself to take full responsibility of the part you played in it the part that you played in it with or without them, the part that you played in it with your thoughts about how you felt about them, how you felt about how you judged them in your mind, how you, how that responded to your emotional body, what you felt about that. What did it remind you of? When's the first time you ever felt that and getting to the root of that and understanding where that song started? to recalibrate that song and restructure that song to create a whole new symphony and that's what puts you in godhood because you're no longer playing chess you begin to acknowledge that you are a creator in this that's what takes you from victim to victor so Phil I want you guys to take it easy on yourself as you begin to feel because as you feel you heal so give your space give yourself space to heal show yourself that same compassion you would show to somebody that you love And if you ain't ever found nobody that you love and you don't know how to show compassion, then develop 
a definition of compassion. Maybe you want to look up the word compassion. Maybe you want to look up actions of compassion on YouTube and create your own space to where you develop your own idea of compassion for yourself and begin to develop a love language for yourself. That's it for tonight, guys. I'm going to continue with this painting. Thanks for tuning in. There will there will be a part two because I don't even feel like I'm done with this topic. But I'm, I'm going to chill on it for tonight. So thank you guys for listening. Um, <laughs> I may leave a space where you guys can comment. If not, it's totally cool. Um, I would say hit me up on Instagram that's being rebranded right now so we're just gonna keep it here for now um but i will for the people who are on instagram that come and listen that's already on my page um if you want to comment on instagram in some sort of way you can do that uh i am open for readings um if you want to hit me up for a reading you can hit me up at smokingdahlia at gmail.com that is spelled S H H two H's S H H M O K I N G smoking Dahlia D A H L I A at Gmail g-m-a-i-l dot com c-o-m so if you want to book a personal reading you can hit me up there send me an email and uh, we can go from there until then until next time kiss kiss bang bang